Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Impact You. Thank you for tuning in. This time, we have a great guest for our episode three. Brought in a fellow colleague, great friend, someone y- y'all are familiar with for sure. Had him on Taste of Meeting. Darren, what's up, man? What up, what up, Charlie? It's a pleasure to be back. And uh, what's up, everybody? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were joking offline a little bit. Uh, Darren and I, we have, we've had a rapport. I mean, the time that we're recording right now is actually after five o'clock so for all you uh felt you know long time listeners uh it's 501 we're getting to some good conversation 501's back <laughs> 501 oh all right so today's uh sort of impact stories and impact topics we're going to talk about is really broaching the, the the conversation about talking about salaries talking about you know kind of what was brought up recently with um the us which is you know biden for giving that ten thousand dollars for student loans and then also talking about you know what what the pursuit of higher education looks like nowadays and is it even worth it so i think we'll kind of start off with a little bit about what prompted this conversation for me in this topic um i was telling darren like i was having a conversation with some former co-workers and we we started to come into a little bit talking about salary but it felt like you could feel the vibe where it's like oh i don't know if i feel comfortable talking about salary i don't know if it's 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 bragging or if it's like you know it's just that irk feeling and it it feels so taboo it feels like all my life i've always like yeah you know we don't talk about that sort of stuff but it's like why not and what's the benefit of of even talking about that so i wanted to bring up that up first and see where kind of darren um what are some things that are coming up for you when you hear that no the first thing that comes to mind and like you know in our in my culture is um you hear pocket watching like Mm -hmm. hey i'm not a pocket watcher and what that means is like i don't really care about what somebody else is making that has nothing to do with me but i do think it creates a stereotype that talking about salary and numbers is somewhat worrying about what other people make and do when I think the benefit of talking about the numbers and taking that whole context of pocket watching out of your mindset, so to say, is what you and how you got to where you're at could be really valuable. And so it shouldn't be an insecure conversation, but more in an empowerment conversation instead of like, oh, I'm worried about somebody, how much they're making. It, It doesn't necessarily have to be that. So that's the first thing that comes to mind of like, and culture talk and the slang that comes with it yeah that particular topic that we're talking about is called pocket watching and that's not a good thing then but it's the stereotype that comes with it it's not necessarily like a bad thing in my opinion but i think we can dive into that once we get going yeah yeah and, and so like I, I think for me like how how i've been impacted by this is it's actually you know part of it is from from yourself darren i think you like having met you at our former um, job and then having now transitioned to where we're working at now, like when you started to kind of talk to me a little bit more about like self-worth and all, all the stuff that you're putting in, in terms of your effort, your time that you're putting into work, like, does it match how you value yourself? And, mm-hmm. and once I started to really think about that from the perspective is like, dang, no, it, it really isn't. Like I, I'm, I, I feel like I'm working all this for, for what? And initially I thought it was to get a promotion. Duh, that's, that's what people do, right? But then at the end of the day, I was like, well, 
that's not what I want. That's what I've been told that I, I should want. But then it's like, well, no, like I, I want now how I conceptualize it is by me now realizing salary is not just, you know, of course, the income that I bring in and, and what I have to work with in my life. But it's also equating to how I value myself and also how that is giving me opportunity to do other things. I think now where I'm at, I'm very happy to be where I'm at. And it's given me now more opportunity to free my mind, but also to free my my energy and my time mm-hmm. to be able to say like, hey, I could I can now do this and do that. That's going to make me happy or and I'm, I'm I'm being able to see the value of myself expanded beyond just the one thing that I was doing before grinding myself to the bone. Real no, yeah. Now I'm I'm looking forward to diving more into that because I do think as I've expanded what self worth is, it is expanded past money. You know what I mean? It's it really has. It's become about time. It's become about energy. It's become about commitments, and you can't really put a number on that unless you want to. But I don't think you should because there's so much more to what our self-worth is tied to besides just how much money it is that it just puts into perspective like how valuable work is to me how valuable taking time off is to me and if i'm retaining and leaving my experiences feeling fulfilled i've learned over time that it's not the most profitable day you know what i mean i've had some profitable days where i was like man i'm gassed i'm tired i don't have enough energy to play with my son i'm trying to go to sleep and like I got more money, but what was it worth? And that and it kind of just opened my eyes as I learned it's more about what you bring and and what value you bring versus how much time you can put towards a particular job and what they're going to pay you. So mm-hmm. again, a lot of surface topics we're kind of hitting on right now. But yeah, once we get into the questions, yeah, definitely more um, more than likely to expand on that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's such a good point because I think I've I've also even though the temptation is if I were to like talk about salary with other people, like the temptation in my mind be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm clearly not making as much as them. So like, what's my worth? Mm-hmm. But then I have to really think about it in, in, in context. Like, for example, I have friends who live in like Northern California. I have friends who, you know, have, have more higher paying jobs, like maybe in marketing or stuff like that. And, and they live in, in pretty good places. But I also have to think in the context of, okay, well, what is that? What may mean? What it may mean for them, doesn't necessarily mean what it means for me. Oh because, yeah. Because yeah, if they live in in North Cal, that's cool. But then cost of living, it's also factored into yes, how much are you making? Or mm-hmm. if they live in in a really really nice and big home, okay, cool. And what are some? How hard are they having to work for that? As well as how much are also they're gonna have to take care of if they have mm-hmm. a big home too. So. I think I've learned to kind of see how it scales for me. Mm-hmm. And because I've now put that perspective on, like talking about salary doesn't have the same weight of yeah. negativity as it did before. And what helps for what helped me, because I do believe in financial literacy and it being important to know how money works. But I would say in my in me educating myself through YouTube for real, like just watching a whole bunch of videos financial literacy doesn't always have to do with money which i didn't understand that at first but they got into this concept of uh, relativity i think i'm saying that word correctly but the theory of relativity which the example was if you're if you make fifty thousand dollars and live a twenty five thousand dollar lifestyle you essentially have twenty five thousand dollars to do whatever you want with it 
but you can be making $150,000 and having a, and living a $175,000 lifestyle and you're essentially always in debt. So though it's more money, you're not bringing in more value compared to the person. If we're just talking numbers to the person who was at 50, he's okay with 50. He likes having a roommate. He likes staying with his mom, whatever it is. Or he can be living in Illinois and 50 is, is probably fine, right? But it just, it, it came, it really opened my eyes to like, well, what's relative to my situation? Let me take the time to see what's relative to my situation. And then all the other stuff falls into place versus like, hey, I made 200 grand. All right, now what do I do with 200 grand? You know, it's more like, I understand what my bills are, what I like to do with my time, what dollar amount makes the most sense for that. And from what I've learned, you pursue a lot more happiness when you're okay with what your lifestyle is versus trying to chase something that you, at the end of the day, you haven't really thought too much if, if you even really want to do that. So, yeah, there's some things I've heard. In my yeah, life. yeah. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think kind of as to really sort of now like make that bridge from the, from this to the next topic um, before we get to that, like I'm kind of curious what – you know what is stopping people from maybe being able to talk about their their salary or, or or aspects of that because at least for me it was it felt like bragging you know mm -hmm. it felt okay. like oh like like I, I make this much and you know like you don't make that much well like tough shit like that, that's 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 how i thought in my mind but i didn't want to come off that way like I, i'm right. not i'm just not that type of person but then now like i guess how how it's shifted for me it, it's made me like approach it where I'm, I know my intention is not to brag. And when I talk about it with other people, it's really to kind of, in a way, like I want to help them see their worth as well. Like it's helped me. So like, I wonder if, if it could help them. So I don't know, yeah. what, what's it like for you? Maybe why people might not talk about it. Well, I think you hit it on the head about the intentions of the conversation, mm. but I do think, I think, I do think it is bragging. Not, I don't think it is bragging, but I do think so society-wide it comes off as bragging right. right we live in a consumer capitalistic world that yes it provides a lot of value and all the nice pretty things and buildings that we live in in this country however i do think it makes you feel like you have to get more money all the time and those are at the top and 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 even i don't know if they can see me when we record this but like i'm using this image of like top reaching up at the very top and when you quote unquote make it up there you almost have this like i'm trying to use the metaphor of like you're looking down and like ah you still down there you mm. know what i mean like i'm up here making millions you down there making a hundred thousand you make you only making six figures and it's like why do we even have that sort of perspective on mm -hmm. it in the first place mm -hmm. so but i do believe it's because of what's encouraged in the country and i think we operate accordingly unconsciously and that's why it comes off as bragging and that's why those who are trying to achieve that level feel like they're not worth it because i'm not there yet i'm not there i'm not making a million dollars yet so i can't sit there and go on vacation any day of the week that the millionaires do but when you go back to relativity it's like well you could based on what you're trying to do with your life because one of the examples was this guy was a um he like had this high paying job he was an accountant or something and he was sick of just chasing money so he ended up working at a grocery store and making like $15 an hour, but he rides a bike and all this stuff. So he changed his lifestyle completely where he has more money now than he did when he was making hundreds of thousands of dollars because it was all relative now. It was like, you know what? This is what's important. This is what's not important. And 
he kind of like took himself out of that chase, which was really interesting. I think, like, like I said, as we go more into that, taking yourself out of like, hey, I have to make more money to be worth to be worth more changes what your belief and what you can actually do with your time and money so it's interesting like i said it's a lot of topics that we're touching but i do think it's the chase of what we're supposed to be makes us feel like we're either bragging or not there yet so mm-hmm. hopefully that makes sense <laughs> yeah no I, I think that that connects pretty well to kind of the next part is how how do we then sort of find what's relative to us and also then start to look back to see, okay, well, in order to get where I want that's relative to me, is pursuing higher education necessary? Um, I mean, that's already a big topic in itself because, I mean, I, I, I follow this newsletter. Um, it's called Anti-Racist Daily. And they wrote, literally wrote an article about, you know, of course, the focusing on, you know, Biden's $10,000 forgiveness for student loans but also really talking about the impact of that for different communities, because, you know, it's made to then believe, I think in the U S that like, okay, you pursue higher education. It, it puts you on an even playing field with everybody else. And at least that's what I grew up meaning to believe too. Yeah, me too. But then it's just like, no, no, it doesn't (laughs) like, just because I have a degree that doesn't put me at the same level as other folks it's it just now like i have to complement that with other things mm-hmm. and so i think i'll kind of just start off by saying like when when i was going through school and even to a certain extent like you know maybe a couple years ago i was thinking like all right i need to be making six figures like mm-hmm. that that seemed to be the goal and my, my my salary isn't like too off from that but it's still that big goal of like well i'm still not making six figures and I'm still in debt because I took out student loans in order to pursue a higher education. So mm-hmm. even though I could be making however much I make, I'm still in debt. And mm-hmm. is it is it even worth it? So right. let's start with the first part. For you, mm-hmm. what's your thoughts on higher education? Um, <laughs> listen, being at this age now versus what I was going into college is like extremely different. But my thought on education is, uh, higher education is it is a institution that works if you know what you want to get out of it mm-hmm. if not and you're going to just try it i think it's been set to a point where it's too expensive to just try it because mm-hmm. if we're just trying something it doesn't cost a hundred thousand dollars to do it and i think low key that's where it gets kind of caught off because what is higher education i believe it's i think it's useful somebody who's taken the intention to pursue more education is great but as it's become institutionalized you've been able to put a price point on it so that's what i don't like about it it's like hey for you to be a lawyer you gotta at least pay me pay pay this institution two hundred thousand dollars and that again i'm not i'm not in don't have that background but i feel like I'm more worried about the $200,000 in the education that I'm getting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like that kind of throws off the whole entire point of higher education when you make it made it too expensive. Mm-hmm. So there is an institutionalization behind education that I think is taken away from the point of getting more citizens more educated. Because now we're just worrying about money. Like we understand a higher education system because we come from that 
people were walking in there like, I don't give a damn what I'm learning. I just need the easiest degree so I can start making money. And it's like, well, that defeats the whole point of why you're here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then for those that are, let's say, understanding of what they really want to do, I think they have a better intent of what they're doing with their time versus like, I'm going to just take these classes. I'm just change this professor, take this professor. It, that sounds like institutionalization. It does have, that doesn't sound like education. So that's where that's kind of how I feel about it. So, yes, it, it makes sense if you're trying to get a higher paying job. However, I just think people are going in there with the wrong intentions because they've been led to believe that the institution is going to solve everything for us. And I, I that's not the case. Right, know? right. Yeah. And, and especially like to that point, I know for me, like I was I wasn't even clear of what my intent was going into. I just knew that I had to go. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just because, you know, cousins went and stuff like that and and other people around me went. And so, yeah, when I did go through it, I, I wasn't sure what major I want to go into. I wasn't sure what career. I just knew it was like, all right, I got to find something that that pays enough that's going to make my, my parents happy, family-wise, culture-wise. And so that already felt like it didn't sit with me. And then mm-hmm. partway through, I'm changing my major and being told like, oh, well, psychology isn't going to get you nothing. Like, why are you right. doing that? And it's like, okay, well, here in that now. Right. And so by the time I'm going through this, I'm already, I've already taken out, and I'll be very open about this. I probably have about like $125,000 in student debt. Mm-hmm. And, and that's from undergrad. That's from graduate school. And not to say if I look back, like my education, I, I enjoyed it. I had a great experience. However, now fast forward into adulthood, think of the impact of that on my life. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, I'm still, I'm having to pay like um, student loan payments monthly. And mm-hmm. also like, fortunately it didn't happen, but it, it could happen to a lot of people. The impact of not even being able to buy a house mm-hmm. because you have all this debt. <laughs> right, right. At 18. Yeah, like, granted, exactly. you're, you don't know what you're doing at 18. Nope. Nope. You don't know how to make payments yet. Your your, your first job, because you got to grind either way you go, um, probably is not matching those debts. So you defer the, the interest rates and you're learning all that mm-hmm. in real time where it's like, I'm at 20,000, I'm at 20%. Well, it shouldn't be that high, but let's just say I'm at 10% on a student loan on something I took out 10 years ago and I'm only at now able to pay that, but life has home Mm -hmm. children vacations other things that it's like damn i can't even get to that so that's why the institutionalization has thrown off like the purpose of higher education because i don't think we're having this conversation if across the board everybody was getting free higher education or it was set at a price point where it's affordable or something like that but i just think we're running up against because it costs so much it's like well what am i paying for at the end of the day And, and real quick to your point that I felt like I went through when I was going to college was my value. Like my value wasn't there until I got a degree, right? Or mm. basically that because you go around life and kind of being like, damn, you didn't go to college? Ah, oh, damn, like you probably ain't got no, you probably don't make a lot of money or mm-hmm. damn, you, uh, you, you dropped out or whatever the case is. And like so much of your worth is tied to like how you did in college when it just throws off the whole momentum of life. And I just don't think people think of it like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and and i think what what really kind of stands out to me about this is that it it does impact different communities so differently oh like i I, I was reading like you know the article that i was referencing and it was kind of interesting because 
where I fell into that was I I I didn't come from a like a like a high socioeconomic status family. So I I didn't have money from that from them to be able to pay for school. I didn't come from a low enough socioeconomic status family to where I would get Pell Grants or Cal Grants. Mm-hmm. And so I was somewhere in the middle. And that mm-hmm. forced me to have to take out private student loans, which mm-hmm. unfortunately that's not going to be forgiven by this ten thousand dollars for from the United States. It's still yeah. something I have to still pay for, and it's not going to get forgiven. Also, if I work in public service because it's a mm-hmm. private loan, mm-hmm. and the thing is, I wouldn't have known that. It's because no one ex- no one would have explained that to me. Right. But I, I had the 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 forward momentum of I need to do whatever the hell it takes to go to school because mm-hmm. that's what's expected of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, it's real. No, that's real. And not learning that until you're already in debt impacts different communities differently because if i'm somebody man i just give a real story like i'm trying to make my parents proud they didn't go to college so achieving college is some monument of like hey they didn't do it so i did you 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 go down that route but like you said like your social economic status it affects you it affects the way you take out loans it affects the way you feel like you can do certain things in college it affects a lot. And so when I'm just pursuing it just for the sake of pursuing it, I'm also learning as I get older that I'm not at the same point with somebody whose parents paid for them to go to school. And that $100,000 um, debt is not the same as mine, right? Because I've, I've met people over time where they'll be like, oh, yeah, my parents are paying for college. And I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, at minimum, we're all coming out at least 80 right but they're like oh yeah my parents put that to the side we have we're invested in different li- whole life insurance policies i'm gonna take this out and all that and i'm like shit i'm gonna have to pay my 80 grand out of pocket for at least next 10 years and like you said like mine is around yours too it's around that mm-hmm. hundred thousand dollar range mm-hmm. so it's like that's not the same thing you know what i'm saying so that impact on communities like hey mom and dad i did it i got my degree but you think i could stay in your room for the next three or four right. years so i could pay this shit off right like, that's not the same thing as, as somebody else. Like, hey, good job. Here's a $100,000 check. Pay off the student loan. And here's another. And I've seen people say, hey, well, here's a house. Because now you're able to, like, actually get a job that can pay for this house that we've been saving you for this whole time. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a completely different experience than, hey, we're all just going to go to college and we're all going to figure it out. Like, it makes sense for different situations. And it's not just across the board the best decision to do. Because when you really think about the concept of it, it's like networking and educating yourself. That don't mean it ha- you have to go to college to do that, right? Especially in this world of the internet. So it just really puts in a perspective like, all right, well, if I want to do that, there's a lot of different forms of that now. So mm-hmm. I think it helps with your self-worth because I don't have to go through an institution and be valued to then say, hey, now I'm, I'm somebody important in this in this country. I just think it throws folks off and not everybody's starting on the same uh, playing field, so to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, in, in kind of all together as a whole, like sort of what, how this has impacted me is really being able to kind of see like, okay, well, one part of it is reflecting on what were my decisions? You know, is this something that at the end of the day I'm, I'm, I'm happy with? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, I enjoy the experiences, like I said. And it's also me being able to kind of see like, okay, what do I then want to share with others to see like how 
they can make really informed decisions. Right. Um, they're not making decisions where, hey, I'm just going to go take out this private loan because that's all I could do. Like that's I what did. I was told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or being able to to not feel be able to like not pursue a career because they think like, okay, I gotta I gotta go through the what's expected of me or what's what was done before. But there could be other ways to do that too. And so that's how I see it's impacting me now. Like both on being able to inform others so that way they can make a, a, a conscious decision that's right for them for whatever their situation is. And also too is, I think you speak about this a lot too offline is generational wealth. Like oh, how, yeah. how do I want to inform my next generation of, you know, one being having that financial literacy. And also, I mean, of course, like being able to help prepare them for, of course, being able to work hard and also to, of course, have some way where they don't have to, not 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 to say that they don't have to struggle, but you know they don't have to make poor decisions. That's right. that's going to then hinder the, their future generation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think impact that I've learned through this experience is valuing your skill is so important. Because I think valuing a skill set can help you determine how to navigate in the world. And it kind of takes away from the need of different institutions to define that skill set for you. And not to get too much lost into the weeds about it, but as an example, for myself, my skill set is I'm, I'm really good at communicating and creating ideas for people right let's just keep it i'll just keep it broad and so in that i've pursued how to get better in that and from there it's introduced me to people that also do that it's just introduced me to different careers that's also been able to do that and also just being able to see how across the board i can spread my skill set so if i can go back in time and tell myself like hey value what you're good at and then determine what platform is going to help you increase that value in, in your skill set. That could be college. That could be going across the country and learning how to cook. That could be, um, I don't know, let's say you're super good at knitting. Maybe that's getting a mentor that's a knitter or whatever. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't have to be, hey, this institution is going to tell me what my worth is and then I'm going to figure it out. I think we all are already born with gifts. So expand on that as much as you can and then navigate the platforms that make the most sense. Is it going to be more expensive or less expensive? That's not the point. The point is it makes sense. Like, for instance, if somebody knows for a fact that they're a helping professional and are super good with math or whatever, and they decide to be a doctor, then the intent to go to school is a lot different from somebody who's like, yo, I'm an artist. I don't need to go to college to be an artist. And I mean, I can go save my money, put my money somewhere else and travel or whatever it is to be an artist. And it's just a different experience versus saying like, hey, I went through college, I got an art degree and now I need to get a job. Like that has nothing to do with being an artist and fine tuning your skill set. So that's what I encourage folks like whatever you're good at, get really good at that. And if you need to increase your education or opportunities, find an institution that makes the most sense. And if that is college, great. And if it's not, you're not a failure. That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that piece of it is probably something like either I'll look to expand or, or, or if you want to hop off for another episode next time, like we can look to expand on, which is like 
being able to double down on yourself like the fact yeah. that if you know this skill is something you're really great at double down on that like yeah. more often than not if you really develop yourself in that someone's gonna pay you for it and yeah, and they should 100%. pay you for it a hundred percent a hundred yeah and they will and that's the thing and there's another thing is that not everybody is a scarcity mentality is just that it's a mentality and bro they're printing money you know what i'm saying like th there's a lot of money in this country and so you can i don't want to lose my word but like you can ah, i forgot exactly I, I forgot my point it just slipped my mind but what i'm trying to get at is Money's easy to get, bro. I'm gonna just keep it real. Money's easy to get, man. So don't make that the end point of what you're trying to do because they're printing money, they're giving out money. They, we all went through a pandemic. They handing out twelve hundred dollar checks. Some people work forty hours to make twelve hundred dollars. So it's like, all right, when we understand that like money is just a tool to get where you need to get, it it just makes it very blatant to know your worth to then get to where you need to get to because. Just chasing money ain't gonna do it because it's too easy to get it. It's too, you can drive Uber and make a hundred thousand dollars if you really wanted to. So what's a hundred thousand dollars? Is it worth your time to drive all day, or is it mm -hmm. worth your time to go do something else? So that's what I'm trying to get at. The world has changed so much in the last five years, in my opinion, that somebody valuing the dollar amount doesn't make sense, bro. Like, because you can do a lot of different things to get to six figures, and you ain't have to go to college. You don't have to be an artist. You can just Bro, you can do whatever. You know what I mean? You can door dash a hell of a lot and still make that somehow. So it, it just really puts things into perspective when you take the value off the dollar amount. And yeah. hopefully that made sense as I was kind of losing my train of thought. But like, that's essentially what I'm trying to get at. It's it's so much bigger than making money, bro. Yeah. It really yeah. Yeah. And I mean, definitely for our listeners, I mean, we're, again, we're, 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 we're no experts, but we're experts of our own lives and experiences. And yeah. so definitely take kind of what impacted us and really see like, how does that impact you? How does it, you know, make you sort of see this and apply it to other things or make you kind of see things differently. And so I, I would really, you know, love to hear from our audience. of like, you know, how do these topics impact you? And so, mm -hmm. you know, ways where you can reach out is, is most certainly, you know, through our social media handles, but then also you can reach out via email to asktasteandmeaning.com um, at gmail.com. And I'll put that in the show notes. And yeah, we'd love to hear from y'all just about how did it impact you? What are some follow-ups you have? What are some things you want us to expand on? We're happy to bring that up and shout you out. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing I want to leave, uh, leave folks with, and I, I got this from the Wall Street Trapper. He's a YouTube dude. Uh, come from the, you know, come from the hood and, you know, being fortunate. And he said, um, at some point in your life, you should go in, go all in on yourself. Mm -hmm. At whatever point of life that is, you should go all in on that. And that's when you really start to see like your own value and then how other people will see your value as well. And it won't be a job title. It won't be a social economic status. It's like, look, I'm going all in on being a consultant. I'm going all in on being a doctor. And when people go about it that way, it just creates different habits. And like you said, that value becomes way larger than just a dollar amount per hour per day. It, it, it can expand way past that. So mm -hmm. something that seems really relevant to this conversation is like, at some point, go all in on yourself. Love that. Yeah. I mean, hey, that, that's a that's a good sneak peek into a future episode. <laughs> oh, it's real. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Impact You. We'll catch you all soon with another episode soon. See ya. Peace.